0: You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale on 1.7 FM. I'm Josh Barker, and this is The Policy Corner. Today, we're going to take a look at H.R. 2540, the End Child Poverty Act. Introduced by Michigan Democratic Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib, the bill would seek to provide a universal monthly cash benefit to parents of children. The benefit would be $393 per child per month and paid by the social security administration from a child's birth until they turn 19 years old the program would replace the current tax credits for children in both the earned income tax credit and the child tax credit programs the benefits would not be determined as income when looking at federal or state benefits or assistance the benefits would also not be determined by income as they would be universal and everyone would receive the same amount per child Representative Tlaib says that the bill is focused on practically helping raise families out of poverty and that the existing earned income tax credit, which is tied to a work requirement, leaves too many non-working parents out.
1: With two immigrant parents, they're working class. And as well as representing the third poorest congressional district in the country, I see the frontline communities that are impacted and and not doing enough to combat poverty in a powerful way, in an impactful way that's sustainable and real and meaningful. And so implementation is critical. And one of the things I know is earned income tax credit, something that we all saw was the most most impactful anti-poverty program, very successful when it was first created. But one of the things that we know is it still left people out and including that now the rising cost of of living in our country and so much more, EITC wasn't going far enough. And that's why I think we, we obviously push for the child tax credit and so much more. So just know that this is basically based on a simple premise that no family should ever enter poverty solely because they have added a child to their family
0: this proposal comes on the heels of the American Rescue Plan's expired child benefit. During the pandemic, families could get $300 a month for young children and $250 a month for school-age children per child in the form of cash payments instead of taking the child tax credit merely at the end of the year when filing taxes. The Child Poverty Act actually has a lot in common with a Republican proposal from last year called the Family Security Act 2.0, spearheaded by Senator Mitt Romney with support from former Senator Burr and Senator Daines. It would have given families the expanded child tax credit from the COVID era of $350 for young and $250 for older children. However, the Family Security Act would have that benefit phased in with family income, so that families making $10,000 a year would receive the full benefit, but those making under $10,000 receive only a portion, the percentage, in order to incentivize some sort of work. The proposal also included a plan to pay for it by eliminating the state and local tax deduction. Senator Romney argued that these child benefits could be important for helping to stop the tide of falling marriage and birth rates.
2: I, I don't pretend like our act solves all the issues I've described and resolves all the morass of government programs. It doesn't, but it takes on a couple of them and makes them work better, reduces some of the disincentives towards marriage, allows people to be able to have a child if they feel they want to have a child and will know that they can financially afford doing so. And, uh, and so it sends a very strong message that we care about families. We care about helping people who decide to have a family. I think it's a pro-marriage, pro-work, pro-family approach.
0: Cecilia Browles, the former chair of President Biden's Council of Economic Advisers, says that it's better to not tie the child tax credit to work requirements.
1: The child tax credit should be our way of helping to improve the lives of children. And so when we condition it on their parents working, what we're doing is we're going to cut out and not provide the benefits to probably the children for whom the, the return would be the highest.
0: Megan Curran, policy director at the Center for Poverty and Social Policy at Columbia University, says that the expanded tax credit payments to parents during COVID proved a huge success, keeping almost 4 million children from poverty.
1: That, just to put in perspective, is sort of unprecedented levels of child poverty reduction that we see in the U.S. in general, and especially through a single policy. Families in every single state are using this uh, child tax credit payment for food. It is the most common use.
0: So it seems like there could be bipartisan agreement on some sort of action, which would be needed to get past a Republican House and Democrat Senate. Whether the End Child Poverty Act is the vehicle for that, and whether it actually goes through, remains to be seen. That's all for now. You're listening to Radio Free Hillsteel, 101.7 FM.